Alrighty, welcome everybody. Welcome to the 14th episode of The Spin Zone. And as we have every week, I have my co-host, Mr. Steve Rodriguez, in the house. What's up, Bebo? Yeah, and you said 14? Yes, it's the 14th episode for this show, and probably the 99th, hopefully the 100th for the year. Uh, I haven't done my final count, but as you know, we've been chasing those uh, that magical 100 number for uh, a couple of days. And so, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, so I'm hoping yeah. that after today, we should be close or have come to the 100th episode for the year. All right, hey, I got a special request then. For the 100th episode, I want popcorn. You want popcorn? Well, popcorn or cake, one of the two. Maybe cake would be good. Good or or a cupcake. Even better. There we go. See, hey, <laughs> I've got some uh, inside angles at a at. Awesome. Uh, so I just so saw. I hey, can, that was good. I can get uh, a couple of cupcakes for the co-hosts. You know. There we go. There we go. Hey. Except for one of them, he's <laughs> hasn't been contacting me lately. He's starstruck. Right well, now, so. oh no, that's not that, good. All right, or he won right. the lottery. One of the two. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. maybe, hey, or maybe, maybe uh, he got an instruction somewhere, and hey, I he's been placed. I don't know. I don't know. He's been MIA. You know, that well, is hey, that, or he's uh, chasing Elon somewhere. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe. Ay, ay, ay. And Doug's too busy. He's over there. Uh, you know, doing uh, races on his e-bike. You know. Hey, hey, did you ever buy one? No, no, I can't afford oh. an e-bike. That's what? too rich for my blood. That's the Cadillac of bikes, by the way. You know, so, mm -hmm. but he, he managed to go all the way from Rancho to uh, Port Isabel, I think the day before Thanksgiving, you know, wow. the against the wind. Hey, did you hear how much Cyber Monday made? No, how much did it make? Twelve million dollars. Wow! Imagine twelve million dollars. A lot of that was buy now, pay later. Ah, so a lot of the affirms, the PayPal for pays. Yes. Yep. Yep. That seems to be a big, big thing. That's kind of replaced yes, layway in a way. You know. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. Uh, if you, and pay, right? And monthly installments, right? You know, yeah, you're still paying the same, but it lessens the burden, in my opinion. Yeah, it does. It can. I know I've done okay. that for like uh, pool chlorine. You know, it's really high up there, so I get it at Leslie's, and I do a uh, 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 PayPal for pay, uh -huh, so uh -huh. I break it down into four yep. easier yep. payments instead of having to go and dish out the money all at once. So. Well, that's how I got my daughter's uh, PlayStation 4. Both of them, all right, yeah. with um, the 12 payments through a firm, yeah. all right? And I got my grill through a firm, yeah. all right? So uh, my generators yeah. through a firm. So it works out, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, it does. It does. I mean, it. you know, the first 
ones that started that whole gambit was QVC and HSN, you know? Yeah. With their four pays and their five pays, you know? Now, granted that some of the stuff on their stuff, uh, on their thing is maybe about $20, $30 higher than what you would normally see at the store. Mm -hmm. But if most people go out there and use a credit card, you know, at 18, 19, 20% interest, when you calculate that interest that you pay over time, you actually pay more than you would if you bought the item through them as well. So, yeah. you know, it just doesn't, uh, you know, we've done that a few times, like with the infamous KitchenAid mixer, you know, if you go to the regular stores, you know, Target or Walmart, well, you know that you can't, you can only find one or two colors at the stores. That's all right. they offer. Right. But like QVC, for example, if you want that KitchenAid mixer and like eight different colors, and some of the colors are pretty cool, by the way, that's the only place you can get those colors. There's no other place you can get them. So, you know, if if you're looking for something for a specific color, you know, like something like that, that's really the only place you can get it because they've got mm -hmm. an exclusive contract with them for those colors. So. Right. You know, and of course, when they have their four pays and their five pays, you know, now I would never buy what I will not buy is I will not buy those steaks or those hot dogs that are absorbently high from them, you know, because they not only do they get you on buying that expensive stuff, but they also get you where they put you on a rotating schedule like every other month. They'll send you a new. Uh, a new oh, really? I didn't know that part. Yeah. Yeah, my wife has got a situation with uh, some HEPA filters from a uh -huh. HEPA machine that somehow she got suckered into uh, every couple of months. Because you're supposed to replace those things every every couple of months. Right. Filters. Well, every couple of months, they auto-draft auto and auto-drop filters. You know, that kind of tells you how often we change the filter, by the way. So, yeah. But anyway... All right. Well, we're here because we have a game coming up, and it is the Cowboys with the Dallas Cowboys versus the Seattle Seahawks, and that's scheduled for uh, tomorrow uh, at seven fifteen p.m. I have no idea what station they're televised. Prime, 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 Prime Video. Only Prime, Prime Video. Only on Prime. You're kidding me. So how am I going to record it? Hey, it's only on Prime. Oh, no wonder I could. We'll talk after the show. We'll talk after the show. All right. All right. Well, we'll wherever it's shown, it's shown. But anyway, here we go. So, upcoming game highlights. The Dallas Cowboys are 8-3, and three, and the Seattle Seahawks are 6 wins and 5 losses. Dallas with a record of 8-3 and three to the Seahawks it should make a very interesting game. Will Dallas be able to keep up the momentum, or will Seattle be able to pull a win? The no. The current stats are that there's a 79.4% chance of a Dallas victory. But if this was one of the other teams that we previously played, I'd say it would be a walk in the park. But this six and five worries me, even though, you know, it's not an impressive win. 
But, you know, the Cowboys can fall for a team like this pretty quickly. So, yes, you know, so I think it's not going to be like the other past two. I think it's going to be a little bit more of a tougher game. And there's a couple of reasons for for that. Well, first of all, let's talk about the matchups. The Cowboys and Seattle have met several times. The last time was back on 2020 on September 27th. Uh, The Seahawks won that game 38 to 31. Then prior to that, they met in 2019 on the 5th of January. And of course, the Cowboys won that game 24 to Seattle 22. Prior to that, it was a year prior on 2018. That was back in September 23rd. That game, the Seahawks won over Dallas 24 to 13. Prior to that, it was the 24th of December on 2017. And the Seahawks won that game 21 to 12. And then in 2015, on the November 1st, Dallas uh, lost to Seattle 13 to 12. So it doesn't look very pretty, does it? No, it doesn't. No, but this year's going to change. But one of the reasons why it doesn't look pretty, well, first of all, let's talk about the injury trackers. All right. There's still a couple of uh, players on the Dallas side that are injured. One is Rico Dowdle. He's the running back. He's out with an ankle injury. Dante Fowler, the defensive end, is out with some kind of illness. Peyton Hendershot, tight end, ankle. J. Ron Curse, back problem. Zach Martin, the guard. I don't know what NIR rest means, but that's what he's out for. Mozzie Smith. Defensive tackle, he's out with a shoulder injury. Tyrone Smith, offensive tackle, also on bed rest. Tyrus Wheat, defensive end, concussion. And then Micah Parsons, he's out with some kind of undisclosed illness, and he's a linebacker. That's that. Hey, that's just for him to get some rest. That's all it is. Hopefully. On the Seattle side, they've got several injuries. Jamal Adams, he's got a knee problem. Jake Bobo, the wide receiver, shoulder. Anthony Bradford, knee. Trey Brown, foot injury. He's a cornerback. Kobe Bryant, another cornerback with a toe. DJ Dallas, running back, shoulder. Tyler Lockett, hamstring. Uh, Abraham Lucas, Offensive tackle, he's got a knee injury. DK Metcalf, toe. Now, some of these are saying that they're injuries, but I've heard that some of these guys may play. Colby Parkinson, tight end, bicep issue. Jarek Reed, safety, a knee problem. Geno Smith, the quarterback, he's got a right elbow issue, even though he's going to play tomorrow. Kenneth Walker the third. I don't know what an oblique is, but he's the running back. Uh, RLQ Woolen, cornerback, shoulder. And Derek Young, wide receiver, abdomen. So uh, they've got a lot more injured on the Seattle side, but whether that right. makes a difference, I don't know. But one of the reasons why it's going to be an interesting is because of the coaching matchup. Uh, Dan Quinn, which is a defensive coordinator, actually came from Seattle. And his mentor was Pete Carroll, the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks. 
So as it, as I mentioned, Pete Carroll was a mentor to Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn actually got his first head coaching job in part to Carroll and the success he had at Seattle. So both have the same philosophies, which include attacking defenses that take away the big plays. They tackle consistent, consistently and they create takeaways. So basically, these guys know each other and their philosophies and their play philosophies. So it's not going to be an easy uh, matchup, that's for sure. You know. Um, so that's one reason. And of course... You know, as we mentioned, you know, you're going to have Dak Prescott against Geno Smith. He was injured, but it looks like he is going to play uh, tomorrow. So we'll see. And, of course, the wide receivers right now uh, that are expected to play, even though some of these were on the injury list, they include Jackson Smith and Jigba. DK Metcalf on the Seattle side and Ty Tyler Lockett also on the Seattle side. And the running backs. Well, these three guys over here are going to have to make up for the injury that Kenneth Walker currently has. So these guys here are going to have to take up the slack. I found this picture kind of funny. I I don't know why he posed like that when ESPN took his picture, but it looked like he was really scared. Maybe he's right. scared of the game tomorrow or something. Maybe. <laughs> but that was kind of funny. I thought, man, this dude really was like spooked out or something, you know. So uh, once again, these guys are going to have to take up the slack for this guy that's injured right now. And of course, I didn't list anybody on the Dallas side because the Dallas offensive line is still pretty healthy for the most part. You know, we still have CD. You know, we uh -huh. still have Dak. You know, so... I didn't really have a need to list them once again. Right. Ah, I made a typo. I didn't change. Oh, I know. Well, Thursday. I know it's tomorrow, Thursday. So I apologize, everybody. This being the last slide, I forgot to change it. It's but all good. It's all good. At least just the title. But basically, once again, the Cowboys are considered the favorites to win this going into this game, even though let's not hold our breath, you know, the defensive, the Dallas offensive line remains potent still. They're still intact. All eyes will be on the Dallas defense led by Dan Quinn as he faces his former team and, and his mentor, Pete Carroll, which is the head coach. Uh, the Seattle defense, on the good note, the Seattle defense continues to suck as it has for the last four seasons. It ranks in the 20s overall. So that's a little bit of good news, I guess. Uh, not compared to the last couple of matchups be between the teams. Right. Where, you know, Dallas has not won those games. But the defense continues to suck, which I guess will be a good thing. Hopefully it'll limit the sacks and everything that, you know, the offensive line could face. But once again, right here, the third bullet right there. It'll be interesting to see if they can read each other's minds. You know, that's going to be very interesting. Very interesting. So, the game once again is tomorrow at seven fifteen. Did I say seven fifteen? Seven fifteen on Prime. On Prime. So, for those of you watching and have Prime, uh, 
you know, you're lucky that you'll be able to see the game. I'll have to see if I have any DVR uh, features on Prime. Hopefully I still have it active. I don't know. Uh, it'll be an interesting game if uh, I can't watch it. So. Right, well, I can't watch it. I'll be working. So uh, that's the way it is. Yep. Yep. So. All righty. All right. Well, that's it for the 14th episode of The Spin Zone. We awesome. Will, we will see you next week for another episode. Steve, once again, thanking you for joining us tonight. And no problem, all- hey, you. Thank you for having me on. And we expect the best from the Cowboys. Go Cowboys, go Cowboys, go Cowboys. Go Cowboys. And hopefully there will be a pitada tomorrow. Hopefully. Hopefully. All right. All righty, everybody. Well, thanks for watching, and we will see you soon.